Welcome to Whiskey Wine and DIY. I'm Nick. And I'm Paige. And we're back. Yeah, hey. Yay. With 100% more get off my ass. Yeah, we need some of that. I had somebody that was like commented on my vi- or my post that I got the COVID shot. That was like, I was going to follow this guy, but then I saw this. <laughs> my response is, please don't follow me. <laughs> please don't follow me. He's very, very much into uh, what you do with your body. I just, yeah, what the fuck is that? Like, who gives two shits? What someone else does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I build shit on the internet and light it on fire. Do you <laughs> care if I'm vaccinated or not? No, I do, but I live with you. All right. Well, I go back to, like, the. there was a guy that, some dude, go figure, like, fucking gay panic at the disco, uh, saw my uh, my video where I posted like the rainbow colors of not the new one but the old one of the key to die. Oh yeah, and was like, "Well, I can't, I can't follow this faggot." And I'm like, "What? First <laughs> of all, why? Because it's rainbow colors. You know that shit's contagious through the internet." Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, brother. You're missing out on a huge dick <laughs> and a small penis. But you know, I mean, I just like I, I, I like I don't get it. Like I, I, I built it on the internet. Who, who, who cares what my religious, my political, my sexual orientation is? Like, it doesn't make any sense. That has nothing to do with what you build. Yeah, right. Figure. I just ugh, fucking people. Mm. Kind of goes back to your whole. People are just angry right now thing. People are fucking angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. Guys, if you're angry, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry that you're angry. I understand the frustration with being stuck in your fucking house and all that shit. But I hate to break it to you. You have to get over it because you're not the only one that has to deal with that shit. <laughs> Says the man who never leaves the house. And I still have to deal with that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. Anyway, I'm sorry. We're back. We're we're back. Anger's and, gone. And Anger's yes. gone. Mm, woosa, woosa. I'm rubbing my ears. Woosa. Those movies are quite entertaining. Which what which movies are you talking about? Woosa. Isn't that from Bad Boys? That is from Bad Boys too. Yes, but mm-hmm. I never know where you're going when you say something about a movie because there's a lot of movies that you think you've seen or that ha- you haven't seen, and it scares me sometimes. Honestly. It should. Mm-hmm. And how would you know if I've seen them? You were asleep. But the ones that I have seen, like Star Wars, you're like, no, I've never seen that. Well, I have seen it now because you made me watch it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like a decade ago, woman. All right. So, no movie talk. Well, actually, a little bit of movie talk. But first, clinkies. Clinkies. You know what this is? What? This is the Shire. The Shire? Mm-hmm. Ooh, from Brookshire? Brookshire? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not digging the smell, but we'll, we'll, we'll check it out. A little local distillery? That's going to need some further investigation. Okay. Well, it's not like... <clears throat> so here's the deal with whiskey. Sometimes it's not great right off the bat, but it's mm-hmm. not like ratchet. Yeah. And it's like, I have to kind of like unpack those flavors a little bit. Okay. 
Anyway, while I'm unpacking, though, mm-hmm. we should probably let the listeners know what we've been doing. We've been busy. Busy as fuck, boy. But we have a website. Oh, oh shit. We're unveiling that now. We huh? do. Well, it's not great. It's not great, but it's there. <laughs> but it's there, and it's kind of a blog site devoted to um, both episodes of the show and projects that we do. And just know I'm not a huge tech person. And what is the address of the site, babe? <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> People might want to know that. They might. It's whiskeywineanddiy.com. Whoa. I know. That, Tough to remember. Right there. That is the that's the that's the kick in the pants right there. But you can catch up on episodes, see what we're doing, learn a little more about us. And I cannot promise I will be timely with posts, but I am gonna try. That is the that is the game plan. Mm-hmm. So we are going to try to direct all of your attention there. No, now. not necessarily, because we're still very active on Instagram. But can't we post like our like? Can we have like Instagram feed run through there a little bit? Possibly. I don't know how to do that. Okay, you can do that. <laughs> is that a plug-in? <laughs> I I maybe it might be. I I'll have to look into how to do it. But so there's that. Mm-hmm. We're also in the process of watching the movies that you guys voted on. Oh, yes. So it's a little bit of an odd batch because we wanted a series to watch. Yes. So we were watching the Evil Dead series, but with a caveat. There is the Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. Darkness? Sorry, Army of Darkness. And then there's the remake, Evil Dead. So we got all those guys, but apparently, I did not know this. There is, in in Nightmare on Elm Street, there is a nod yes. to Evil Dead 1. And we saw that because we watched that again. And in Evil Dead 2, there's a nod back, like a thank you back, mm-hmm. which we think we know. We have watched Evil Dead 2. We think we know what the nod back is, right? Yes. I do, at least. We will discuss more later yes but that's what we are currently doing we're like halfway through those movies and all that talk really makes me want to watch the saw movies now yeah i could do that we can do that next yeah we can tell them do that next we also uh we we subscribe to shutter so now we get all the crazy horror movies too yes in in shows is there that show that's on shutter right channel zero yeah yeah that's on shutter Okay. And let's see. Oh, and I <gasps> finished redoing the kids' bathroom. Oh, yeah, that's right. Have you posted that video? I have not. Editing. I'm learning slowly with editing. Paige is learning how to to edit in, in Premiere, which that, like, especially coming from a background where she doesn't use anything like that, it, that's... That's a pretty severe learning curve for her to, to for her to work on. She, you had some you had some hiccups. I did have some hiccups. Yeah, and I deleted some stuff I didn't want to delete and had to read. Honestly, yeah. though, that what, there was one hiccup in there that was really not your fault. Like we kind of like we set your we set your clips up wrong to begin with. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's that's neither here but nor there. I painted their bathroom. 
I built a frame for the mirror, which is kind of temporary, doesn't have to be there permanently. And I built a shelf and towel rack to replace the one Ozzy ripped out of the wall. And I built a magazine rack for our little girl who likes to read magazines on the shitter. Yep, she's taking dumps and you know what? She's wiping her own butt. She is wiping her own butt now. Yay! She's very proud of that fact. And so are we. She was like, hey, I'm going to go poop and I'm going to wipe my own butt. And we cheered. Oh, yeah. We fucking cheered and applauded because you know what? That's the kind of motivation a kid needs. Yes. To, so I don't have to wipe their butt anymore. I don't like wiping their ass. Like, no one told me when I had kids that I'd still be wiping their ass when they were almost five. I remember somebody was like, yeah, potty training, no big deal, whatever. Like, when do I have to stop wiping my kids' my kids ass? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a fucking fair point. Very true. And I got some cute little accessories. So it actually looks like a cohesive bathroom, a cohesive room. We don't have many of those in our house. I know, right? So once you got all of that put together, what did you do? What do you mean? You took a picture of it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Which leads us right into our topic this Uh, week. Holy shit. Look at that. You're so clever. I know. It is the Segway. I'm the Segway King. Yeah, you keep telling yourself that. I want one of those little things that I can drive around on so I can be like, so I can just write King on it and be like, mm hmm. Sofa King? No, Segway King. Nope, Sofa King. Hmm. So, what are we talking about exactly? We're talking about how to take good pictures for social media, yes. better pictures for social media. Better like, pictures, how I think. are you going to do your shit? I think pictures for social media is often neglected. It is. Um, especially, I can tell you that there is there is an art, which I have not mastered, so I'm not about to act like I have, of taking the right thumbnail for a YouTube video. I've heard that. The thumbnail can make or break. There is... I know a lot of people, and the funny thing is, you guys have probably witnessed this and you just didn't, you didn't know you witnessed it, <laughs> but a lot of a lot of creators will post a, like a picture, like their thumbnail for the video when they release it. And if you notice about 12 hours in or so, it's a different picture. <laughs> and they're doing that because either they weren't getting enough traffic or they're trying to gauge which, which uh thumbnail gets the better traction well yeah because i kind of get like how having a good thumbnail is important because it makes the video look automatically like a higher quality right um and kind of knowing what's in the video and sometimes man those thumbnails make them look janky well but i didn't realize that much went into deciding oh there's there's so much going into that 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 youtube has talked about like giving you like an a b type situation where instead of posting one thumbnail for your video you post two they would send you know one of those thumbnails to 50 percent of your audience and one of and the other thumbnail to 50 percent of your audience and see who see which one gets the higher click rate so you know which video to or you know which picture to post. Interesting. That would be valuable information. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's a it's a science, I mm-hmm. would say. And so, what do you know about thumbnails? Say what? Well, you're what talking about. Do I know? Well, okay. So it's kind of hard because when I when I research things on YouTube to do and not do, mm-hmm. like from YouTube standpoint, the DIY like space in YouTube is so small compared to a lot of other things because it's like a lot of them are like, well, you should include your face mm-hmm. or the face of a person because people uh, like that appeals to people. Um, you should, you know, like if you can do like a before and after, or if you can do like a transition from one thing to another. All in the thumbnail? All in the thumbnail. Um, there's certain there's certain colors that appeal to people more. I think they're red, blue, and orange. Hmm. Um, but it's all the stuff. And it's like, okay, well, all that, like, to a certain degree plays, but, like, when you get into, like, the DIY space, a lot of people want to see, like, the finished product. So you yes. have to somehow figure out, you know, and so sometimes, like, especially if I do a video that's not, like, a straight-up build. Mm-hmm. Like if I do a carving video or something, you'll see. Like I'll put my face in the video, and like in certain reactions, get more clicks. Like excited or angry or uh, or uh, surprised. All right. Get better clicks than like happy and you know stuff like that. So that explains the faces you make. Those are just my faces, <laughs> but uh, but I do uh, like I do take that into consideration when like when I'm doing a you know a, a YouTube uh, a thumbnail photo, and it's crazy how like some of that stuff is like legit. They'll they, like they, they can mm-hmm. put data behind it. Uh, too bad we're not filming this because I want to. I want. I want you to go through your faces. You're surprised and you're excited. And I can't just. Paige, I can't just emote. Why not? I I have to I have to get in the mood. <laughs> I have to do the things. The things. Yes. Drink. Yes. No. <laughs> no. No. Nah. I can just yeah I can't just do them. Um. Mm-hmm. I know. But yeah, it's a uh, it's 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 weird. And then the other thing is like well I mean from like what I have heard is like people don't want to see you. Unless you're, unless you're hot and showing your boobs or something, people don't want to see like your regular expression. Yeah, I could see that. That's they want to see some ridiculous expression on your face. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's so funny because it's like okay, we we don't like we we got to a point where we're like, well, we don't want clickbait titles and we don't want clickbait thumbnails. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, thumb- ah, thumbnails. Okay, thumbnails. but that's still what people really want. That's what draws you in in the beginning, right? So what you have to be able to do is you have to you have to you have to have a clickbaity thumbnail or title or both that also apply to the video well enough to when you click in you're gonna stay in. So just uh, a hint of clickbaity, pretty much. Gotcha. But like John Malecki does not really well. Mm-hmm. He's a. Who is he on uh, on YouTube? John Malecki. That's the name of his channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, he used to be a. Uh, he used to play for the the Eagles, the football. Uh, but he uh, like he does really good like 
kind of clickbaity, but like they pay off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and so so that's always good. So you're still getting what you see, right? Seeing what you get. Because I remember, like, I just still remember Philip DeFranco when he was first way back in the infancy of YouTube. You couldn't post a custom thumbnail. Oh, really? It only it took a, like it took a screen grab mm-hmm. from either one or three different places in the video. And so what he used to do is he would figure out where that was, and he'd post a picture of like Megan Fox in a bikini. So, <laughs> and so whatever his video was on, the thumbnail was Megan Fox in a bikini. Uh. And it was just it's just hilarious to think about that. Like that's what. That's what you used to do. Like that's how you get your 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 clickbait. Yeah. Was, oh yeah. Well, I'm talking about something totally random, but YouTube posted a picture of Megan Fox in bikini, mm-hmm. and so you're gonna come in here and watch. This is I'm I'm dating that reference. Yes. Yes. Right. You are. So on purpose. Um. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see. Like, oh, now you have to make your own clickbaity thumbnail. Mm-hmm. But not too clickbaity. But not too clickbaity. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, the DIY space is a very interesting place for that to exist because you have to have, well, you have to have a good final product, right? Yes. But depending on how you shoot that, like I've had some things that I think were like, like a quality build Mm -hmm. that I know I didn't get a good picture of. Yeah. And I see people that have like like really quality videos they got they have a shitty thumbnail and the only reason that i watch their video is because like i somebody recommended it to me or something Mm -hmm. like that and i go and i'm like i would never click on this video definitely making me think a little more about what i do click on like when i'm searching through videos for something like you like yeah if you you even, even subconsciously it's like the ones that look a little more finished and polished with the or just or more well lit yeah well like, but that I've makes seen, it look more polished too. so i have this like i've gone down this like axe carving rabbit hole you go down all sorts of rabbit holes and the thing is like i've seen some like really quality work and honestly the only reason i click on it is because i've clicked on a bunch and i just want to see more but if that was the first video that popped up, I wouldn't click on it because the thumbnail shitty. Mm-hmm. And so it is really interesting. So uh, like, I guess let's get out of, of that and just like talk about what makes a good photograph. Yes. So let me say this. If you have zero, zero photography skill, you don't know how to take good pictures. Oh, okay. Okay. Just know, like, just right out of the box. Put your your subject, whether it is a a build or a person or whatever, in in sunlight, in like outside, like direct sunlight, or ideally like a little bit overcast. But mm-hmm. honestly, direct sunlight you can deal with direct sunlight. The thing is, you are gonna get. You're going to get the best quality picture. You're going to get the best quality picture and photographers can come for me on this one. If you put somebody in, in, in sunlight, 
with the sun. So the the key is to have the sun behind the photographer. Mm-hmm. And so have the photographer in between the subject mm-hmm. and the light source. This in this case being the sun. Yeah. Wouldn't that make you squint though? If it, well, I guess if I'm thinking about a person in there. But. You're also thinking about like blasting sun on you. Yes. Okay. Just sun I in general. Okay. Okay. You're going to get the best quality of color from that picture. Now, yes, if you're a professional photographer, you're going to shoot it in flat. You're going to shoot it in raw. You're going to like play with all that shit afterwards. Okay. Yeah. You're saying words I don't understand. It, which, and I said those for a reason. Because mm-hmm. most people don't know those words. And no, most people don't want to shoot in raw. Like when you shoot in raw, like the footage that comes out of raw or the photos that come out of raw are like super flat. Like it collects all the information. It collects all the colors. But but the the pictures themselves look really flat. And that's so you can pull what you want out. Like if you want to make that super red or super blue or whatever, like you can you can really enhance that without messing with the other colors. Because if you ever tried to like color correct something and you're like, oh man, this is like, this needs more red. And so you raise the red up and then all the other colors get wonky. Well, that makes sense, yeah. That's why. But if you're if you're shooting in raw, you can just bring the red up because everything else is muted. Okay, so all right, so back up out of raw. Okay, yeah, I know. So talking about light. So that is so that's kind of your best shot. Like I like somebody even said on my last Shishigu Bomb video, wow, that yeah, like you know the the uh, the boards look really good in the thumbnail, but they don't look so good in the video. And I'm like, well, because in the video they're under LED light, Mm -hmm. and in the thumbnail I took pictures of them outside. So if you don't have the sun, either it's overcast or you need to be inside or it's winter or, you know, you only work at night, that sort of things. It just kind of depends. I mean, you, like you're, you're always talking about like you always want multiple light sources because the thing that what you're trying to alleviate most times is shadows. Shadows, weird shadows. Right. Unless, I mean, unless you want shadows, which is something totally different. That's more artistic, right? Right. So like most of the times you're doing like, like you have a key light, you have a main light. Mm-hmm. You have, like, I guess, I guess your your simplest setup would be you have a key light, you have an accent light, which would be like a light that is. So your key light's pretty much, for lack of a better term, shining directly on you. Okay. So okay. why is it called it? Why are you calling it a key light? Like, it's the main light. Okay. Um, the accent light is one that's coming in from a side usually, mm-hmm. and that is to kind of make the shadows not so harsh. And then usually you have some sort of backlight. So you have something behind you. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times, like if you're doing like interview type stuff, you'll have like what they call, a, shit, is it a hair light or is it a headlight? I can't remember. The, usually you have something that's shining dir- down directly on your head. Mm-hmm. And what that does is when you create, <clears throat> in that kind of scenario, you have to tune your lights so well to make sure that like you get rid of all of the shadows. Yeah, this is sounding complicated a little bit. It gets super complicated really quick. So the hair light a lot of times is a fourth light that disperses like anything else. And mm-hmm. usually the reason they call it a hair light is because normally it's shining on the subject's head. Mm-hmm. 
but normally that kind of if you can't quite get your other three lights right like you'll still be casting a shadow someplace if you have that hair light on it'll get rid of the rest of them so what is so special about the ring light like why is the ring light a big thing uh well the ring light is the ring light allows you to put a lot of light on on like on the face without making it like super just hardcore in one spot so a lot of like a lot of traditional lighting setups you'll have diffusers over the individual lights to also dampen out those those shadows mm-hmm. with with like social media and stuff like that and a lot of these people with ring lights what it does is it's just kind of like it, like you're getting light from like all around like ideally what you're doing is you're shooting through the middle of that ring light right yeah so the camera is pointed at your face and there's lights pretty much hitting you from every angle so the 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 the, the, the biggest problem with ring lights is that weird halo you get in your eyes yeah and if you if you shoot that from an angle a little bit it'll go away Oh, I didn't know that. You see everyone with that little circle. But that's, see, but the thing is, like, with that. Oh, sorry. If if you're shooting an object, you wouldn't really have to worry about that. So, I will say this. Technology has come a long way. Mm -hmm. In the sense that I can take really good pictures. So, back in the day, way back when, 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 when Nick was, was young, it was a long fucking time back ago. Back in the dark ages. You know, I was I was looking at a little bit of TikTok the other day and some girl was making some comment about something. And I literally said to myself, I'm like, that's because I'm twice your age. And I was like, holy shit, I'm twice her age. <laughs> I'm yeah. literally like twice her age. Anyway, yeah. um, but back in the day, well, back in the day, we didn't we didn't really have a whole lot of LED light either, so light mm-hmm. was light light was hard to come by, and light was hot. Yes, light it was sucked. Um, and like shooting models, shooting like models would complain about it all the time. Shooting models, shooting anything in an enclosed space for very long sucked because you had these really hot bright lights. So we get LED, but mm-hmm. when we get LED, we also kind of lose some of that natural quality. To yeah, because it's that white LED is so white. Right. Even if you go with like the yellow LED, it's still just not right. It's mm-hmm. it's better, but it's not quite right. But we now have iPhones that can take pictures in the fucking dark. So like we've 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 accepted a standard of what a picture is supposed to look like. Yes. So my next question, because I don't want you to get into the phone thing at all yet. Oh. Right. Um. So if you don't have a ring light or the sunlight, is you know, is the idea just to make it bright? Like what? What are kind of, I guess, you know, tips or like what's your goal there? Like to take a better picture. If you don't have the sun or light or a ring light, okay. Well, I mean, like honestly, just like you just have the lights around your house. Most of the time, the more light, the better. If you're just using the lights around your house, you need to have at least three th- three sources of light. You need to have the key light. You need to have a like a a secondary light, some sort, and then you need to have a backlight. So if you don't have like, so is the backlight behind the photographer or behind the piece? Behind the piece. So if you don't have like 
a lighting setup. I mean, you could still do this with like lights in your house. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit more of a pain in the ass. Um, but you need lights coming from three places, and then the 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 the, 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 the magic comes when you can tune those lights all right to where you're getting the right amount of light from each one of those light sources. Mm -hmm. Which I'm the first to admit that I'm not great at it. Yeah. I just know how it works. (laughs) You know? Well, we, we live in a time and phones have evolved so much. You can do a lot of this stuff with your phone. You can. I do argue a lot of times when people are like, Oh man, you've got to have a DSLR to get, which is a digital, uh, a fancy camera. A fancy camera. Uh, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, you can get pretty good shots on your phone. Mm-hmm. And honestly, think about it, though. Like, if you go out and buy a fancy camera, let's say you buy a fancy camera that's not a DSLR. So it's 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 a good camera, but you can't change the lenses on it. How much okay. you gonna, how, how much are you going to spend on that, do you think? A few hundred? Well, probably a little higher than that. It's probably going to be like seven to nine hundred. Okay. How much is your phone? $1,000. Hmm. And your phone has a better camera? <laughs> Go figure. I mean, honestly, a lot of people, if money is nothing. Ooh, who are those people? I know, right? Every time you buy a phone, buy another one and <laughs> use that one to record all your shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, the phone is that advanced. Yeah. And I do get in arguments with people that are like, quote unquote true photographers that say that they could get a better shot with a DSLR. My argument is time versus time invested. Right. Because a lot of times I can get a pretty good I used to take all of my like all of my thumbnail shots with my my DSLR. My my your fancy camera. My fancy camera. Mm -hmm. I now take almost all of them with my iPhone. You know why? Because I don't have to set up lights in a room. The phone figures that shit out mm-hmm. and gives me the best lighting. And then I can just, and then all I have to do is take it into Photoshop and like tweak that shit a little bit. Yeah. So why, why would I dick with, with doing it with my, and, and then you can't even argue resolution because I'm pretty sure that my phone shoots at the same resolution as my camera does now. Probably, yeah, because the resolution's always getting higher. Well, um, my camera's also, you know, older, eight years old or something. But you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, you can't even argue that like there's better resolution in those shots. I'm pretty sure my phone shoots at a better resolution now that I think about it than my uh, than my camera does. I would believe that. I'm getting all fancy with the phones these days. You've got like the multiple lenses and cameras and all sorts of craziness. But so I would say, I mean, when you're when you're looking at that light is a light light is your light's your friend, but light is also. I guess I would have. I don't know if I want to want to have my stuff overexposed versus underexposed, but I'd rather have more light than less light to work with. I have read, I think, in the past, it's a better to be a little underexposed than overexposed because it's easier to filter okay. adjust. That is accurate. So it's easier to fake your way out of an underexposed photo than it is an overexposed photo. Mm-hmm. An overexposed photo like Too lacks, much light, right? like washed out, or yeah. So it up. lacks the color. Okay. 
So unless somehow you can you can pull that color back into it, like you probably want to go with underexposed. I will agree with that. But I'm telling you, sunlight is your friend. If you can like if you can just get something in front of a window mm-hmm. when it's a little overcast, that's that's your shit right there. Yeah, I've taken some pretty good pictures even of myself sitting in front of a window. Yeah. Because uh, uh, listen, I like nothing there's nothing out there. No like there's not even technology yet that can give you sunlight. Hmm. Sunlight. They're working on it. They're working on it. It's fucking delicious. It's just it, like it gets it just gets the colors just right. Think of why like people think that sunsets and sunrises look so beautiful. It's the colors, yeah. Well, it's the pollution, but it's also the colors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's that just like fantastic thing that like even when you take a picture of it, it's not as good as if you're there. True. Well, sunlight's sunlight's your best lighting source. It's always going to be. Now, if you can't get it, you know, you can't get it, you got to do something else. Mm-hmm. Next thing you want to you want to uh, like worry about is like the rule of thirds. I was say I've heard of that like composition, like the rule of thirds. Yeah, that's, right. So, so oh, go ahead and you can elaborate. So if you're doing this with your iPhone, actually, if you're doing it with most cameras too, you will see this. There's a grid on your phone. If there's yes. not a grid on your phone or on your uh, camera, go look up how to turn it on. Mm-hmm. It's there. So it looks like a tic tac toe grid on your phone. The most interesting places in a picture to the eye are on those lines. Yes. So you want them to line up, not be zigzaggy with your composition. You want your composition to line up with those lines. Right. Zigzaggy threw me off. So the thing is, you don't, unless you're Kubrick, Kubrick, Jesus, um, you don't want your subject to be right in the middle of the frame. You want it to be the left or the right. Okay, so that's where the left and the right lines come in. Mm-hmm. And then you have vertical lines that run across there too. So anything in like a third is better than than directly on. But if you can if you can cross two of those lines mm-hmm. or I guess technically four of them, um, even better. So if you can put something in the crosshairs of like one of those corners, mm-hmm. that is more interesting to your eye than something shot straight on. That makes sense. I've also like you want you don't want to fill the frame. Like you want I thought well, okay, so I thought part of the rule of thirds was like you want a third of the of the composition or space to be space. Right. You don't want it to all be so think about it. If you were if, Item. If, if you were lined up on that left third, mm-hmm. let's let's say I'm just taking a picture of your face and your face in the camera. Mm-hmm. But I don't put you in the middle of the shot. I put you to left. Mm-hmm. So you're like you're through one vertical, two horizontals. If that makes sense. Whatever's on the other side of you is going to complement that that part that like that picture of you. So. You wouldn't want to have something like crazy busy in the background behind you because that would kind of like fuck up like because because I want I want to focus on your face. Mm-hmm. So I took that picture and I took a picture of your face in that th- in that third right uh-huh. or those that side of the picture, and I took a picture of of you against like 
the sky, let's say. Mm-hmm. So you've got, or against the water. So you'd have like this picture of your face, which is where all the interest is, right? Yeah. Like that's that's what I want you to focus on. Yeah. And then the other side of the photo has just blue mm-hmm. or kind of the ripply water. So you want to have less interest on that other side of the photo. So you draw the eye to whatever you're doing. So then do you want your face or your project, I guess, to kind of occupy like two thirds of it? And then have a third space, or I would say you want to occupy. I would say you want your subject, whatever it is, to occupy at least a third, and then part of the other two thirds. Okay. And then, like that, then you get into artistic license and kind of like what you feel is going to look better. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest if you're if you're in that position. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I suggest if you're in that position to place your subject, figure out where you're going to shoot them against, and then take pictures while you walk from side to side of them to where you you keep them in that third, but give them less and more of the other two thirds. Because mm-hmm. that's where you're going to figure out like, you know what? Sometimes like a model looks fantastic in just one third of the shot because you know what? That, that, that water, that sky or whatever you got behind her just happens to be the same color as her eyes. Mm-hmm. So it draws over or normally you kind of do that in Photoshop, but you know what I mean? But sometimes like you want like the model or the subject, you want two thirds of that in there because honestly the background's not super uh, interesting, which brings me to, one of the great features on the iPhone. I'm sure there's an equivalent on Androids. I just don't know what it is. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, there's nothing special about a camera on any device. You know that other cameras don't have something comparable. So. Right. But so you've got portrait mode. Yes, depth of field. Yes. So portrait mode. So portrait mode fakes your depth of field. Is what yeah. it does. Uh, but what portrait mode does is you put something within you put something in the picture. You say it is the subject, and the camera has you like get to a certain angle and a certain yes. distance. Move closer, but move then further away. But then it it blurs the background. Yes, so just you can, slightly. So you can also accomplish that with just like with actual depth of field in the camera and f stop and stuff like that, and you can actually. You can actually accomplish that in like in the iPhone app without using portrait mode. Ooh, really? But, but portrait mode does it for you. Oh. So fucking just use it. Mm-hmm. So if you're taking a picture of like you just made a cutting board or a desk or whatever, put your phone in, in portrait mode get to whatever distance that you need to be and then take a picture of it because what it's going to do is it's going to give you this really detailed picture of your subject and it's going to blur the background. So instead of having like a really harsh background, like let's say you have something like I do in the shop where, yeah, I've got, you know, I, I, I've got the palette wall that has mm-hmm. really harsh lines on it. Yes. Well, if I use that portrait mode, it softens all that up. So I get that good, like, like wood tone and everything, mm-hmm. but I, I lose that, like, really harshness of the background lines. Yeah, I could see that. 
one thing that I have actually seen or just kind of experienced and it's hard to it's hard to get out of my own way on this one sometimes is to stop and take the time um you know don't just grab the phone and snap a picture because you're in a hurry and that's what it does like taking the time right to look at where you are and to move things around and take multiple pictures and adjust the light a little bit like that stuff makes a big difference it does. And that is like, that's super clutch, man. And people don't get that. And honestly, sometimes I don't want to fucking take the time. And then I kind of remind myself it's my job. You know what I mean? I like, very rarely want to take the time. I don't want to take the time. But um, I mean, there's been times where when I've just, uh, like, I'll just run down and snap some pictures and come back up and I'll start to edit one. And I'm like, this just isn't, isn't it. Now, I'm not, I'm not so crazy Actually, I'm not so crazy. He lies. <laughs> I'm not so crazy like this only because I don't have good places to go. I've seen some people that like they'll grab like a desk they just built, throw it in the back of their truck and drive downtown to where there's this like really cool mural uh-huh. and put it in front of there and and shoot it. That would be like four hours out of your day. Looks amazing. Now, I would like I would argue though, like what kind of user they're getting on that because like True. they might be like that might be significant. Mm-hmm. I try to limit it to like like places they can take it around the house mm-hmm. and places that look like natural. Maybe I shouldn't. I'm not. I'm not so much a like. You know what? I'm. I'm not so much of a like a wood purist. That's a thing of mine. It's honestly <laughs> just easier for me to do. Um, and I don't know any cool, really crazy places to go, like, you know, throw some shit down. I know where there's some really cool, crazy murals, but... You also got to have the right project for yeah, it, Yeah, like, I know. don't know one getting there and then the ground by them, and, you know, during the week, there's, like, businesses and cars around, and yeah, it would take you a long time to get there in traffic. I can say this. Like, I've gotten... Like, I I still don't have it totally mapped out, but I do, like, like, I have a couple tricks up my sleeve when it comes to, you know, thumbnails. Mm -hmm. Well, I I think a lot of your thumbnails look really good. Um, I am biased, though. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you see me struggle with them. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, I mean, so it's, honestly, man, if you're going to take pictures and you don't know what you're doing, let's just, like, break it down to that. Use your iPhone. Maybe like download a third-party app. There is a there's a there's an app called Camera Plus that like mm-hmm. does crazy shit. Really, I didn't realize. Like I I was using it at one point and didn't realize that. And I was like, wow, man, like Apple's really stepped up their game. <laughs> like this is really crazy. Um, because uh, I, I think it's Camera Plus. It uh, it behaves or allows you to let your phone behave a lot more like a DSLR. Um, so then do you do you take the pictures first and move them into that app or do you mm, open that no app? you can shoot straight out of that oh interesting that's why I was so confused because I was like wait I'm like I don't remember having all these settings before now you know what if you want to get into ph- photography you need to look into that shit because I have I've dabbled in it and I'm I'm horrible at it <laughs> like I don't understand like I like I can I, like I I I know what aperture is and I know what f-stop is and things like that. I used to like, 
I used to take pictures for the paper and I used to develop them, you know, in the chemicals and whatnot. Like mm-hmm. I Back like in I, the day. I like I have a background in it, but I still am not by any means a fucking expert. I'm more of a point and shoot kind of girl. Yeah. You know what? It's like, see, that's the thing, man. I like I, like I, I like to uh, you know what I like to do I like to edit the photos I like to edit the videos I don't really want to take them <laughs> honestly like if if it cost me no money I would have somebody take my thumbnails for me I, I would have somebody film for me too I would just be very in their shit like you need to put the camera over here and stuff because I know what I want like I, I would what, what you want to see right but and I loved like like I love to edit Mm-hmm. And I love to edit video too. Or I mean, I love to edit, uh, you know, my thumbnails too. I just like can't always take the best thumbnail. That is interesting to know, like about that app, because a lot of the apps I've seen seem to be more like filter apps, and and this is a little, um, this is a little off topic. But hey, I think I look great with a beauty filter on. But I also you and every other girl on TikTok, but I refuse to use them. You should. Um, you know, I will. I will put all the creams on and the makeup and and the lighting. But I seen seen how filters have gone and how people look. I, you know what, I like. I honestly like. I have no problems with filters if, like, you are if you're like an influencer and you are promoting a product or you're promoting your brand and stuff like that. I don't really have a problem with filters. What bothers me is the people that you just like, even people that have their, like even people that are an influencer or do whatever. And then they're like, Oh, Hey, I'm just going to go have some fucking chicken wings. (laughs) And they still have that same fucking filter on. I'm like, come on. See, I have a problem with the filters that just do too much. You know, you're blurring things out a little bit. Brightening yeah. things up, but but when you're totally altering, unless you're going crazy, like I'm a big fan of the filters that turn you into puppy dog, um, you know things like that. So kids, especially guys, <laughs> guys, guys who just think that every every girl now is way hotter than they were when you were in high school. Um, they're not. Always look at the filter that they're doing, and just as a little like experiment, every once in a while, what you need to do is hop into that filter. Turn it on. Turn it on <laughs> yourself. And what you'll do is you'll look at yourself and be like, dude, I, like I look the same. And then turn it off. <laughs> like, holy shit. I look like what you remember you looking like was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, holy shit. Well, except some of you whippersnappers. And you're like, oh, I remember I was when I was five was years ago. But... Uh, seriously man like I, I i put like there was somebody that i uh, that i follow and i was like i really am curious because she's young mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like a, like a crazy filter yeah and so it's just like i'm curious what this particular filter was on instagram so i put myself in there and i was looking at myself on the shitter and i was like yep this is just like this just basically basically kind of blurs lines a little bit no man i'm an old motherfucker and <laughs> uh this thing was like oh no 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 no, Nick, you're still 20. <laughs> you're still 20. It's cool. Yeah, so I feel like I took a soft tangent. but You did take a soft tangent, and I'm going to take a hard tangent and say, it is time to cut this shit off. We've been talking forever. Ah, true. Okay. What are we talking about next week? Do we know? I think we're talking... We might be talking about the movies next week. 
Oh, well, then we need to hurry up and do that. We just have like one more to watch. Two Actually, more to watch. Two more to watch. Let me see what, what are we talking about next. Okay, week? and while you're doing that, I'm going to beatbox. <laughs> okay, so we still have not named the gym. I uh, We are not like keeping you guys in the dark on this. I literally have just not like gotten the... Uh, names together yet. Well, probably because we haven't started actually rebuilding the gym, too. Yeah, but I would like to... Like, I always like to give the folks a vote and whatnot. I just mm-hmm. have not had a time to... I, I've been really busy. Um. Oh, so our next episode is Best Projects to Turn Hobby into Business. Okay, so here's what I want to know. What do you guys want to turn into a business? Like... Project wise, right? Oh, like, yeah. uh-huh. So you make a thing. Do you think it's viable as a business? Hmm. You know, because I mean, there's it, like there's people out there. You got like Patrick Adair who, like, he makes rings, but that motherfucker sells rings for like thousands of dollars. <laughs> what do you think you can make a business out of? And, and like legitimately let me know that because I would like to I would like to explore how we could make that happen for you. Ooh. If that makes sense. So like, you know, obviously you can make a living and you know what I'm going to talk about? I'm going to talk about making a living or, or like or or making money like building cutting boards or charcuterie boards or something along those lines because that's what people do. There's a market for it and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. what is a thing that you make or want to make that you would want to turn into a business? Like I'm going to talk about like how how we can make this happen for you. Interesting. Well, because I mean, honestly, sometimes it just comes down like fucking like I don't know how to market myself. Or sometimes I don't know, like, who I need to be addressing. True. So I, I just want to put that out there. If you guys have that, if there, you have any questions, like if you have a business and you're trying to get it off the ground, or, I, I mean, I guess we're going to address the, the like the main question in the mm-hmm. video, but like yeah. any any questions or anything you want us to talk about, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram at Whiskey Wine and DIY. Or, or come to the webpage. Nice. It's, There's just, a contact us. You can email us. Nice. You do that. That's awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for playing. Keep making shit. Bye.